0: Welcome back to Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm Grace Atwood. And I'm Becca Freeman. And we're back. It's been a minute. It's been so long. Did you miss us? We missed you. I don't even know if we know how to do this anymore. I know. It's going to be messed up. I missed you, Becca.
1: I'm like trying to look at the recorder to make sure we're doing this right.
0: I think we are. I hear you in my headphones. Do you hear me in both ears? Yeah.
1: Oh, good. Maybe one of my headphones is busted.
0: Oh, man. You guys were a mess. But we're back. But we're back. So New year, excited. new us. New Same year, us. new us. So it's been a little while. We took a little break. We're, we're sparkly. Back. We're like refreshed. We're shiny and new. We're well rested. Yeah. I don't know about that, but we're shiny and new. We're shiny and new. Yes.
1: This is the new us.
0: Yes. It's the new us. It's a new season of the podcast. We have some changes that we're going to be making, and we're going to talk about those later. Yeah. But in the meantime, I think it's time for some highs and lows. Yes. Becca, what is your high from this week or like this past two months? Oh my
1: God, it's been six weeks. So my high, I'm just going to talk about it right now. My high is that I love the week between Christmas and New Year's. So we're recording this about Today five Today is days the
0: 27th and we're going live the second.
1: Yeah. So we're recording it like five days in advance. And I love the week between Christmas and New Year's. Like, I'm I'm kind of working in that I'm responding to some emails, but mostly I'm just having like a staycation. I don't know. I never take staycations. So I feel like I'm either working or I'm gone, but I'm never just here in New York, but like not doing much. I mean, I yeah. guess that was my whole summer when I wasn't working.
0: Yeah, you you kind of were a little on vacation, but you were going through mental turmoil. Yeah. So... so I am loving the week between Christmas and New Year's. I got back from, I
1: was in Scottsdale for Christmas. I got back last night. Today, I s- slept in. I didn't set an alarm clock. I cleaned my whole apartment. I ordered new pillows. I Ooh, went to Pilates. what kind of pillows did you get? I don't know, from Bed Bath & Beyond, just okay. the same kind that I have. Okay. But I have two new ones and two old ones, and I wanted them all to be the same. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, I just, like, I'm having such a nice time it being a weekday, but not really working that much. So I'm feeling great.
0: We're potting. We're potting. We're going to go get dinner and drinks after at a really cool new restaurant. Yes, Missy. It's the new place in Williamsburg by the people who founded Lilia.
1: Yes, but it's hard to get a reservation. So we're going to go for early bird special dinner at 530.
0: Yeah. we're old It's fine. We're not that old. Yeah, I'm old. You're not. Grace, what's your high? So my high, well, first of all, you guys, I got an Alexa. Um, did you not have one before? I didn't have one, and it's the best because I got smart plugs and now I can tell her to turn my Christmas tree on and off. How does she know that it's the Christmas tree? Because it's a smart plug and you put the you plug the Christmas tree lights into the smart outlet that goes into your power outlet. I sound like an idiot explaining this. And then in Alexa, you hook it up and you name it Christmas oh, tree. Oh, you name it. So I was going to say how does she know that it's a Christmas tree not like, a lamp? Hey Alexa, turn on Christmas tree. Um, and she does it. She also plays my music for me. She tells me the weather. She reads me the news. She, she does anything you want her to do. You know,
1: I don't get that much use out of my Alexa. I do three things. Do you have smart light
0: bulbs? No. That's what you gotta do. I play music.
1: Yeah. I set kitchen timers and I ask her the weather. Yeah. I feel like I need to... Ex- expand my Alexa repertoire
0: I think it's all about the Philips Hue the lighting system because you know I got those light bulbs and mm-hmm. I was using the app and now I'm gonna I haven't done it yet but I'm gonna set her up with my light bulbs so I like, Alexa turn on living room lights Alexa dim lights by 50 percent like these are so, all things I'm waiting for her to go off as we record this sorry, I didn't find a new that's Alexa <laughs> you guys my Alexa is talking to us so but I have an
1: old Alexa like the original one can yeah. I use smart plugs with that I think so. Oh, interesting. I'll yeah. have to look into that. It's really cool. The other thing about Alexa that really irks me, I'm just here to shit on Alexa, is um, do you watch Shits Creek?
0: No, but I did a post on my blog about my favorite TV shows and I was like, guys, I really desperately need a new TV show to watch. And everyone was like, Shits Creek, Shits Creek, watch Shits Creek. Shits Creek is really funny. Okay. But in it, there's a character named Alexis. Oh, no. And
1: my Alexa goes, berserk when I'm watching it. Oh my She's god. like lighting up and she's like, sorry, I didn't get that. And it's like, this isn't about you, Alexa. Like, calm down. Oh my god. I'm surprised that this one is, is, is as calm as she is. She's lit up. She's like, she's waiting
0: for me to say something she recognizes,
1: yeah. but maybe she's smart enough to know it's not about her.
0: Alexa, say hi to the podcast. This is the only
1: device.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the well, well. So Alexa is not going to be a guest on the podcast. No. no. She's still talking. She's still talking. But, wait, I didn't tell you my other high. I know, that's what I was going to ask you. so my other high was I actually hosted Christmas with my family this year. So there was eight of us. There was my parents, my sister and my brother-in-law, my new niece Zoe, brother-in-law's mother Julia, my boyfriend and my friend John. And my parents did most of the cooking. I was going to say, did you cook or did your dad? I did cocktails and I made appetizers and I made desserts. And I did, I set the table. I mean, when I say I set the table, I set it really pretty and made like a whole big thing. Yeah, because Grace's dad is a professional chef, so. Yeah, yeah. So he made this amazing leg of lamb. I mean, it was like so much work. He brought it up from Cape Cod because he didn't trust the meats here Uh and like wrapped it and seasoned it here for like, and then like a day or two later, it was ready to cook. So it was like a whole big thing. I'm jealous. It was good. You were invited. I know, but I wasn't here. Yeah. I had to go see my own family. <laughs> yeah. I know. Sadly, we both have separate families. Um, but it was the best. I just love having people over, and it was so special to have my whole family here and just to hang out, and like, it was a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. It was one of oh, my favorites. Yay. Yeah. What about yeah. your low? My low, okay, this is like a saga, and I don't even know if I told you the whole thing. So I've had some serious problems with USPS. What was happening was every day I'd be home all day working, and I would go out to like leave for yoga or like leave for the night, and I'd have, I'd look and I'd see a notification tape to my door being like, we tried you, but you weren't home. And I was like, I was home all day, what the hell? So finally, like I'm leaving notes on the door. I'm going to the post office every day to pick up my packages, which is like hell in the pre-Christmas time frame because the line is usually at least an hour long. So I'm spending like an hour and a half at the post office every single day leading up to Christmas, which was the worst. So finally, a different USPS person comes and she knocks on the door. And I was like, hey, I was like, something is happening where nobody is like the person is coming and they're not knocking and they're just leaving a slip. I don't understand what's happening. And she's like, oh, yeah, she's like, I, I looked up your file and it's because you were nasty and I was like, "Excuse me, you're on the you're on the USPS blacklist." I was, or I think I'm not anymore. I don't know. So what happened was, um, so I live in a ground floor apartment for everyone Grace, else. This
1: is nuts. I did not even know that there was like a naughty list. And of the you post know office.
0: that I'm like friends with the USPS man. I mean, the UPS man. He was just here. I'm friends with the FedEx guy. Like I have a great relationship with all of my mail carriers because I live on the ground floor and I'm a blogger who gets a shit ton of mail. And I'm nice. So anyways, what would happen was the USPS man would bang on the floor on the door like it was a police raid. And Andy can vouch for this. He was here. I was terrified. I was like, oh my god. I was like, can you please not bang like that? It sounds like you are going to break into my house or you are like banging like it's a police raid. And he, like, was, like, startled by that. I I swear I wasn't mean. And so then going forward, he just boycotted me and and decided that. So then I get this nice USPS person on the phone. She gets on the phone with her supervisor. She's like, yeah, I'll just, like, dial in my supervisor. It's fine. She's like, it takes two seconds. I was like, are you sure? Are you sure? And she's like, yeah. So the person's like, yeah. She's like, we have it on file that you were nasty to the this is the word nasty you were nasty to the usps driver and he's not driving going to deliver any of your packages anymore until you get a doorbell and i was like all right so i'll get a doorbell so i ordered a doorbell on amazon and now i have that and the other day he delivered a package oh good you're off the naughty list i think so But it was traumatizing. You don't, like, literally every single day for the two weeks leading up to Christmas, I was, like, picking up my Christmas presents, picking up random blogger mail.
1: This is wild. I did not even know that this could happen.
0: Yeah. So it's only because I live in the ground floor apartment. But like, Well, it's
1: also because you have a separate address. There's not, like, a lobby to your building where, like, there's multiple people. So it would be really weird if they didn't deliver your mail, but they delivered everyone else's.
0: And I will fully own when I'm nasty, because I can be nasty at times, but he was banging on my door like it was a police raid it was terrifying oh it was so scary like imagine you're like sitting down to like watch tv or like you're at your desk working and the, it sounds like the world is ending because someone is banging like he would bang like a maniac on my door so
1: now is it the same guy who comes and delivers yeah, now your he mail? presses
0: the doorbell gently
1: and now like how are you gonna make amends with him
0: I'm not sure I was like hi thank you so much and he just like practically threw the package in my face Ooh. he hates me Ooh. so I'm not really sure but at least I'm getting my deliveries I think maybe I'll like give him cookies or something okay maybe get him a candle maybe give him money feels like I'm bribing a candle him. feels very weird I love candles. I love getting candles as gifts. Do you think money is better? Guys, weigh in. Like, let us know. What should I give the USPS guy to yeah, how get does, back in his good graces? How does
1: Grace win over the USPS driver?
0: I'm a nice person. I'm not nasty.
1: Maybe we should have him on as a guest.
0: Maybe. <laughs> he can tell his side of the story. He can story. tell his side. Oh, my God. Could you imagine?
1: He could also deflect from me, from all of the people who say that I'm mean to you on the podcast. You're not mean.
0: <laughs> oh, my God
1: we we'll so have funny. him
0: tell his side of the story that you're the mean one yeah i'm nasty so anyways i'm nasty but i'm getting my mail now so i'm really happy so never take your postal carriers for granted or they can turn on you yeah. and ruin your life like it was a month or at least two to three weeks of me going to the post office every day waiting in line like those lines there's riots at the Williamsburg. Like anytime, like, well, I'll be waiting in line and they'll like open another window and they'll be like, we're taking package pickups at this window. Nobody has any regard for like order and like what like standing in line you are. So everyone from the back of the line rushes to the front of the line and they get mad and people like start to like yell at each other. One day, like a girl had her dog at the post office and this man got so mad at her because the dog was smelling him and he started screaming at her. It is, I have never seen anything like some of the things I've encountered at the post office. It's my personal hell.
1: hopefully you don't need to go back.
0: Yeah. So fingers crossed. Becca, what was your low?
1: So my low is a PSA to everyone, not to fly American Airlines basic economy.
0: Now what's the difference between, because I I fly economy, like what's basic economy? So
1: I got duped because I wasn't really reading closely. Like, what are these new levels of economy? I have no idea. So it's something that American Airlines invented. And American Airlines is also my least favorite airline. I like American. No. Shit. No. Also, do you remember when we were going yes. to Mexico over the summer? They ruined our lives. And they canceled our flight and they couldn't figure out how to get us to a major city in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it took 36 hours to get there. Yes. With like two stopovers. And I think I flew Delta for half of it. it I was sure do ridiculous but anyway so I don't like American Airlines but I was going to see my family in Arizona and uh it was like the best option price wise and like time wise so I booked it and I wasn't paying close attention and it was like this flight is a basic economy and I was like yeah sure like I don't want to because I feel like they're always trying to get you to upgrade to like yeah economy plus or
0: something yeah, what and I'm is like, that it's like economy plus economy premium it's yeah, like how many ranks like, do you have to if you're just buying a regular ticket you're automatically in the last row in the center seat
1: oh that's what happened so i was like so i thought they were trying to like use it as a way to get me to upgrade so i just was like x like okay next so basically basic economy means that you don't get a seat until you get to the airport and so you get the worst seats and you have to board in the last group so even if you have a carry-on they like automatically check your bag oh my god so on my way to Arizona which is like a five-hour flight I was in the last row in the middle there's no leg room and I'm 5'10 so I have long legs and I was like I like I didn't even have enough room to open my laptop like I couldn't even like angle it in a way that I could like type I was like a raptor (laughs) and it like of course the last row middle like It smells like poop halfway through because you're right next to the bathroom. And I mean, like, I'm not special. Like, I get that, like, on every flight, somebody sits in the last row middle. But, oh, my God, I was, it was so crummy. And I was like, I should have just played. I realized on my way back it was, like, $7 more to just pick a seat. And I was like, should have just paid the $7. Like, so just read carefully because American Airlines basic economy is trash, Oh my God. And it's so annoying because I went through the trouble of packing everything in a carry on and like using three ounce liquids and then they checked my bag anyway. Yeah. So I had to wait for it. So, Eww. I mean, it's not a big deal, but I was like very irate. Yeah. I also have two other flights coming up on American this spring and ugh, I just don't want to fly American. Oh, I have so many miles on American. Hey, you know what people probably
0: didn't miss? What? desperation minute oh my god it's desperation minute so you guys in, in all seriousness every time I do like a question and answer session on my Instagram people are like are you and Becca ever planning to do a podcast tour are you and Becca ever planning to do a live show and like we would love to get to that point but the podcasts that are doing live shows probably have like 20 times the readership that we do like we are still very small I bet
1: we could do a small live show. We in could New York. maybe, but
0: like we need we would, to grow would go on tour. We need to grow before we can do that. Like I would need to feel confident that we could sell it out and like be a success.
1: You'd be a nightmare on a tour. You don't like traveling. I don't that like leaving my apartment. Yeah, you don't
0: like, like sharing a hotel room. You would be a nightmare. I w- we would get our own hotel rooms. So oh, okay. be b- big shots or a suite so we can like snuggle on the couch and then go to our own beds. <laughs> so <laughs> if you would like to help. Grace's dream of snuggling on the couch in a hotel suite
1: across the country come true. The best thing that you can do is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts so that other people can find us. It helps us in the Apple rankings algorithm, which we never get ranked anymore. I feel like we don't. We were getting
0: ranked in the beginning. Like everyone loved us. So honestly, like we're not saying this to be annoying. Like we know we're annoying. But if you like this podcast, if you want to help it grow, We need your help. So what you can do is you can leave a review. You can give us five stars in the iTunes store. Or you can take a screenshot of the podcast and put it up on your Instagram story. I know we're annoying.
1: Or you can tell five of your best girlfriends over cocktails that this is your favorite podcast. And tell them they need to start listening.
0: Yeah. So I hate saying this kind of stuff over and over again. It feels so self-promotional. And it's desperate, which is why we call it Desperation Minute. But we need you guys in order to grow. And we really appreciate all the support we've gotten so far. But we have definitely over 2,000 Instagram followers. And we do not have 2,000 reviews in the Apple store. So, we have over 3,000 Instagram followers now. Oh, yeah. We're at over 3,000. So, we are going to need the remaining 2,300 of you to step it up and write <laughs> a review. Grace is counting. I am counting every single one. No, I'm I'm kidding, but I'm serious. Like, please, like, this is all we need from you. We, we do this out of we are not making much money out of this. Like our ads barely cover our expenses. So please, please, if you love us, tell a friend or write a review.
1: Desperation minute out.
0: Yeah, we're done. OK, so let's get into our little discussion. Yeah um, we don't we're, we're kind of just like we're rambling just kind of like this rambling this episode we don't have a book to discuss we don't have advice to tell you we're just gonna talk we're just gonna talk but we're
1: gonna tell you about some new things yes wait so first and foremost yes what have you been doing the past six weeks
0: well besides, without a podcast besides being at the USPS store the, the post it. office every day I've just <laughs> been at the post office guys Um, We had to take a hiatus because Grace had to go to the post office. Yeah. I was at the post office every day, all day, which I was. But in between... um, We could have done a live show there. I have a new niece and it's the absolute best. Um, My sister Becca had a baby. Her name is Zoe Rose. I think that she... We talked about her for a minute on the last podcast. she was born already. But it's so fun watching her grow and like seeing her. So I see her at least like once or twice a week. Oh, I can't wait to meet her. We're going to brunch with your sister on... Saturday to get to meet her. I can't wait. Um and I have a boyfriend now which like I think I manifested because I was like I'm going to get a winter boyfriend Yeah, you like really in were, earlier to episodes. Try. I was like, I'm going to get a winter boyfriend. And I think Andy would kill me if he heard himself referred to as winter boyfriend. He's just my boyfriend, not my winter boyfriend.
1: Well, but he hasn't made it to spring yet. So. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he this stays will last your winter spring. boyfriend <laughs> until he lasts two seasons. Then he'll be my spring boyfriend. No, then he can just be your boyfriend.
0: Yeah. No, he's my boyfriend. Um, and it's going great. We met on Hinge. And we're not affiliated by Hinge. I feel like any time I mention that we're on Hinge, because I do want to like stress that I do think Hinge is the most quality of all the dating apps. I've never worked with them for my blog or anything. I just think it's a good app because they ask you like all these questions and I feel like you can get a really solid, um, just a really good idea for someone's personality. Like in the questions, Andy answered, what's your greatest fear? And his was being boiled. And (laughs) I don't know why, but like, I was like scrolling and I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. So I like replied to, it. I was like, LOL or something. And I, or I think I wrote like, I literally just laughed out loud. And then from there we hit it off. I did not think that when we went on our first date, like he was on an all meat diet. I was on a vegan diet and he was a comedian and I was a blogger. And I was like, this is a recipe for disaster. But um, I we went out a second time and we met up with a bunch of his friends and like had the best time and I was like oh I really like him and then like two and a half months later like he's my boyfriend so I really like him it's Wait going to very your well boyfriend Wait <laughs> to your boyfriend let's hope he doesn't listen he doesn't listen to the podcast maybe he'll listen to this episode
1: we're now friends on Facebook and Instagram oh so my I'll God. send it to him and yeah I'll... tell him to listen. I'll make sure he listens.
0: Um, no, but it's going really well. He's absolutely hilarious. He's a comedian. He um, like does shows around the city, and he's super fun and really just like a nice guy. Um, I like him a lot. What else?
1: Holiday Grace.
0: Holiday Grace is over. I was a nightmare for most of November. I had more um, like sponsored projects and campaigns for my blog than I've ever had before. So that was like really great, but also a lot of work. December was a little, like, a little bit calmer, and now it's January, which is, like, a nice break. I need to get back to the gym and get back to yoga. Um, Tyrion is doing great. He's over there on his blanket. He's, like, just been a little love. I think he likes having me home after traveling so much this summer. Um, what else can I tell you? What else have I been up to, Becca? I don't know. I've just been, like, nesting. I've been home a lot. I've, gotten a boyfriend. I've had a lot of quality time with my cat. I've been reading a bunch and I've been marathoning bad Christmas movies. Oh I watched a ton of bad Christmas movies. Oh my god there's so many bad ones. What was your favorite one? I think it has to be the Christmas wedding planner which is so absurd I thought you hated that I hated it but it's my favorite because it was so fun to start. oh
1: so you liked it even though you hated it it's like love to hate
0: love to hate oh yeah I didn't watch it because I thought you hated it it was so bad Mm. I mean it was so bad but like it was so fun because it was so bad yeah um sorry I'm like rambling I don't know it's been like a quiet winter but I'm like kind of enjoying just like feeling really settled good yeah what about you
1: I don't even remember what I did the last six weeks. Let's see. I have been doing a lot of work stuff. I filmed some TV commercials for one of my clients, which is really I feel like really you're killing fun. it with work. I know. I, I wrapped up one of my first projects, and I started a new one. Things are going really well on the work front, so that was keeping me really busy, I knitted 8 million hats because I gave everyone hand-knit hats for Christmas. I love the hat
0: you made me, and it's nice and big for my giant head.
1: Yeah, I made Grace, like, a hot pink hat with white stripes.
0: Mm-hmm. It's really cool.
1: in an, an adult extra large size that's definitely ma- made for, like, a big man.
0: A large man.
1: But that's okay. It's fine. So I knitted a ton of hats. I got back to reading, too, because I feel like I took a break from reading. I've been impulse- booking so many
0: trips oh my god I'm jealous I want to hear about that I am where are you going well so
1: one of my you had resolution stuff on here so I guess we'll talk about that later but one of the things it's not a resolution but one of the things that I want to do next year is that I don't feel like I'm taking enough advantage of working for myself where technically I'm only contracted for 28 hours so I should be able to have a day off a week and I mean, I couldn't go live somewhere else. But I could certainly, like, take trips and work remotely more. So I just, one of the things I want to do next year is just take more advantage of working for myself. Because I don't know if it's, like, a forever thing. Yeah. So yeah, I want to, like, go take myself on day dates and, like, go to the museum and out to fancy lunch or, like, go on trips. So yeah. anyway, so one of my friends was moving to Mexico City for the month of February. And I was so obsessed when I went there. So I'm going to go visit her. Um. You're
0: welcome to come if you want. It's Rachel. I'm dying to get to Mexico City after oh everything you said. And Andy's really good friend is um his wife is from Mexico City. So they were they are there right now. You
1: guys should come at the same time. I'm going uh, in early February for a long weekend. Ooh, it's
0: so tempting.
1: The flight was $285. Round I'm going trip. to
0: Minnesota in February.
1: Okay, that's sounds. To see fun. my
0: sister and her two kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, There's that's going to be fun. Um and then
1: I <laughs> I impulse booked a trip to san francisco in march so one of my best friends ashley um texted me or she emailed me the trailer for the where'd you go bernadette movie
0: what that's gonna be a movie yeah it's gonna be a movie it oh looks my god, I really love good that i love i love, love, that, love that book, book. It,
1: and it was one of my favorite books and then i made ashley read it and it was one of her favorite books and it's just like mutually our favorite thing yeah and so she she sent me the trailer and i was like oh my god can we go see it together and she's like yeah, and I was like, no, really, like, I'll book a flight to San Francisco. So I booked a flight for when it comes out, because I used to live in San Francisco, and I don't feel like I've made it there enough in, in the past couple of years. So I want to go more anyway to visit people. So I booked a trip to San Francisco to go see where to Go Bernadette, a with Ashley.
0: I love that. You're so bougie booking trips to just see a movie.
1: Well, I mean, I, like, want to go there anyway. Yeah, and you want
0: to see your friend, like...
1: And then we booked a trip to Mexico in yes, April with our, with our friend fr- Kate. Yes. Who we
0: have this like creepy obsession. Poor Kate. We like want Kate to be our best friend.
1: I don't think Kate knows that, so I think we just blew up our no, own. No, we spot. told her at dinner. I don't think she knows. How and she's like, "No,
0: I want to be your best friend too." Okay.
1: Well, anyway, we we love. We her. booked a trip to Mexico, and then I forwarded it to her and was like, "Hey, do you want to come?" And, like, without there was even, one
0: room left in the whole hotel. Yeah, while and with, we're there,
1: without even hesitating, she just like booked it, and I was. And she like, replied.
0: She's like booked and sent her a confirmation. I was like, "This girl is officially my hero." I know. Like we have a like. Have what you ever had a friend crush? Like I have friend crushes all the time. Yeah, but like she is like our friend crush and. Now she is our new best friend, and we're all going to Mexico. Yeah,
1: we're making her come on vacation with us. Yeah.
0: I can't believe we succeeded. We didn't even have to, like, pressure her.
1: I know. So, yeah. yeah, so I've just been, like, impulse booking a lot of trips. Um, what else have I been doing? I was in Arizona for the holidays, which was nice but stressful.
0: But that bathtub looked pretty nice that you put I on I didn't even Instagram. take a bath. What? That was, was such no, a lie.
1: There was no I, – I wanted to take a bath, but there was no logical time because I, like, oh. took a shower before I went – got ready for dinner every night and then i was like i don't want to take another sh- shower when i get home yeah yeah and i was like i don't want to take a bath in the middle of the day it's gonna make me sleepy
0: yeah okay i don't know yeah
1: anyway right. i don't i don't know what i've been up to yeah.
0: i feel like six it's weeks the, the holidays so, it's the holidays six weeks
1: is such a long time that i like can only
0: remember two weeks ago it's also the holidays and i feel like you just like you're like going to a bunch of christmas parties and mm-hmm. events and like shopping for gifts and wrapping yeah. gifts and like trying to get all of your work done like for me like this that's like it's the most stressful but amazing six weeks out of the year and it always goes by in such a blur yeah I can't wait to just like nest in January that's
1: what I'm doing this week that I feel great I'm really excited yeah so the next thing that we put on our our outline is people are asking us, why did we take a break? Like, I Yeah, think I got people so many questions
0: was... on it. I think they were, like, worried about us or something. Or
1: they thought it was, like, much more scandalous than yeah, it is. Yeah, there was
0: no scandal. Like, you guys, this is, like, our hobby right now. Like, we... It's not our job. We love it. It is so much fun. But we needed a break. We, we were both so slim with our actual work.
1: Well, I mean, I feel like there were a couple things. So, first yeah. of all, we were both really busy. And we just, like, wanted a break. But then also... There were a lot of little things about the podcast that were really annoying. Yeah. So, like editing it and putting uploading it to our hosting platform and doing the social media for it. Yeah. So, we hired a podcast assistant to do all of the admin stuff. Yeah, it's my Jean old intern like. Cassidy.
0: And Cassidy's hey Cassidy, amazing. we love you. So, yeah, so she's helping us with some of that like more administrative stuff so we can just be stars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well but it also is going to make it less stressful for us So yeah, that it doesn't feel like a burden It just
0: felt like there was so much like little admin stuff That we had to do every week for it And like I started personally to dread it Because every week like oh we have a new episode I have to put an Instagram story up on my blog Then I have to put an Instagram story up on the podcast one And this stuff sounds so minor But when you're like knee deep in your other work It was a lot and it was starting to really add up
1: and then I feel like we also had an issue where we got really behind and so we kept be- recording and then we would do it at the last minute, but we wouldn't be done with the book or like yeah. it was getting really tough. And we kept fucking recording on Mondays, which oh is my God, that was the, the worst. worst because Monday is like, I feel like my busiest work day. Yeah. And then we kept recording and we would be recording, but then I would have like half an eye on my Inbox and it would be like blowing up.
0: Yeah, Monday is my busiest work day and also my shoot day, so that I can get my yeah. images like uploaded for the following week. So now we have a moratorium on yeah. no more Monday recordings.
1: It's not allowed.
0: Yeah. So it just got to feel like a lot, and like at the end of the day, like this is supposed to be fun. So we were, but it's
1: excited. I I
0: feel felt like
1: Halfway through the break, I was like, oh, I miss this now. I'm ready to go back. So I didn't
0: miss it at first. I was like, I don't know if I'm if I'm ready. And then I started to miss it shortly after that.
1: I think it's good to take a break. Hopefully everyone feels like they missed us. Yeah. Maybe they forgot about us. us.
0: Hopefully you didn't forget us.
1: Do you want to know something? So I took like a full break from podcasts in that like I actually didn't even listen to any podcasts while we were on hiatus. I started listening to
0: some this morning again. I've been listening to a ton. I like, well, really just like Girls Gotta Eat and You Up. Like, I love my dating podcasts. I feel like um, Ashley and Raina from the girls gotta eat are like my best friends I'm like a creeper I like DM them and then they don't write back and I'm like <laughs> oh my god I'm that person that annoying person that sends like weird DMs and thinks that we're friends and then Jared and Jordana from you up I like I love them
1: you're such a creep
0: I know I can't help it I feel like they're my fake friends Um, but we're
1: back and we're also going to make some changes
0: to the podcast for 2019. So we have some really exciting changes in the works. I think the biggest one is that we're moving down to one book a month.
1: You know okay so first of all the reason that we moved down to this because at one point I put up a poll on our Instagram story asking if people read the books oh and my shocking, god a shocking number of people were just listening to the episode but not reading the books
0: yeah and we're like why are we str-? like I would be struggling like there was one week where I was so behind on reading that I had to not do any work all day Monday to read the book so that we could record that Monday and then I was up until three in the morning that night doing my work so because I was reading all day we're still going to
1: talk about what we're reading every week so if you're coming to us for book recommendations we'll still have plenty of recommendations like we're not going to stop reading but we're only going to do one book a month we'll do it at the end of the month every month and it'll hopefully make sure that we have better quality and also more other stuff yeah it's really funny a bunch of my friends have been bummed that we're only doing one book a month
0: yeah, I've had a few like really loyal readers be like, but I read like five books a month. Like, two books a month isn't too much. You guys, I read five books a month too. But we I still think, have
1: reading recommendations. Yeah. We just won't discuss them. Or we can all discuss them in the Facebook
0: And I think it puts pressure on when we have to like write an outline for the book and like figure out like talking points and things and pick books that are discussion worthy. Like, I think it was so funny when we did Circe. Like, is that how you say it? Yeah, Circe. That was one of the best books I read, but I felt like our discussion around it kinda sucked because it was like the characters were so complicated and it was just the discussion felt really flat.
1: We had to bash us. What if other people liked it? Well
0: maybe you guys liked that episode. It was one of my least favorite episodes of the podcast, but one of the best books that we've read all year. Anyway. I'm not going to agree with that with me. I like to be critical of us. Mm. Mm. okay I said Um, a bad thing sorry guys
1: you didn't say a bad thing I just like other people can think we're trash but I don't want to like validate them (laughs) (laughs) so we're going to one book a month we have our books picked for January and February or yeah January and February we're still thinking about March so if you have recommendations send it to us
0: yes tell us what you want to talk about also exciting we're going to have more guests. Yes, I am so excited to have more guests. Do
1: you know that our episode with Jackie was our most popular episode ever, except for our, our very first episode?
0: That is so interesting.
1: I think people like
0: not I us. Also think people like <laughs> beauty talk. People do like beauty talk. Yeah. But I think it
1: adds something fun and new to the mix, because sometimes I've been feeling like we'll get questions, and I'm like... I'm not qualified to answer that. Yeah, yeah. And so there's like a bunch of topics that we haven't talked about because we don't have any expertise on the subject. And we're like, we're just as dumb as you are. We have no idea. Yeah. So I'm excited to bring on more guests who can kind of talk about a broader range of things and, I don't know, get their perspective on other things. Yeah. Do you think we should have them do highs and lows with us and books with us, like the whole episode, or just do an interview?
0: I think just an interview. I don't know. Tell us what you guys think, but... I was thinking about that the other day, because I know a lot of our guests, like some of the guests that we have coming up, they don't read. Some of them do. But some of them don't.
1: Well, we'll see. Yeah. Let us know what you think.
0: Yeah. But maybe highs and lows, and then not talk about obsessions and books. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm really excited about our first two guests.
0: Oh, my God. They're two of my favorites. So in January, in this month's guest... <laughs> we don't January. know how many guests we're gonna have. We're gonna have at least once a month. We have two confirmed and two that I'm reaching out to after we finish recording this episode. But we have no, you're doing it tomorrow because we need to go get drinks. Oh yes, tomorrow morning, first yes. thing. I'm reaching out, and those people have told me that they're interested. But we have next week. We have Katie Serino from the 12ish Style coming on. Okay, so talk about friend crushes. I, I- love her. I have never
1: met her, but I follow her on Instagram, and I know that you're friends with her, and I want to, like, force her to be my friend. So, Katie, if you're listening, like, I'm creepily, like, going to force you to be my friend after the podcast.
0: I met Katie at this random blogger brunch at Jonathan Adler's house in the Hamptons, which just sounds like the douchiest sentence ever, but, um... I ran up to her and was like, I love you. I was like, we have the same pajamas and this and that. (laughs) Like, of course, that's what I fixated on. We both have those palm leaf pajamas from the Beverly Hills Hotel. But I just adore her. I I find her style so aspirational and chic. And I just think that like. Even if you're not, like, a plus-size person, like, she just gives me so much good fashion inspiration and has taught me to be more confident. I was just going to say, she has such a good outlook on yeah. body
1: positivity and on self-confidence. Yeah. And I'm just, like, obsessed with her. I'm completely obsessed with her. And she you, is
0: absolutely hilarious. Wait, you guys you, should follow her at the 12-ish style. We're, like, already talking about her before her episode even.
1: You also know that I'm obsessed with the Mega Babe Stick. Yeah, that's, that's her company. She's also the
0: founder of Mega Babe.
1: I, like... Couldn't have gotten through the summer without that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing.
1: And then in February, we have Ashley Spivey joining us for our February book club. Yeah.
0: So we're going to do a crossover episode with her book club.
1: Yes. So if you don't know who she is, um, she was on The Bachelor, actually. I didn't even
0: realize that. I knew her from her Facebook page. And then my friend saw us. like I like screenshotted that she put her schedule up, because I had put my schedule up. And my friend was like, oh, my god. She was my, on The Bachelor. She was my favorite. And I was like, What? Well, I don't watch The Bachelor, but
1: I know her because she has a book club on Facebook. On Facebook which we're both members of. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. And it's called um, Spivey's Book Club. And they do monthly picks too, so it turns out that we have like a mutual admiration society that we're both like, we're we're obsessed with her. We're both obsessed with each other. Yeah, so we're going to have her on to talk books.
0: Yes, and then we have a few I want to know her book recs. I know, me too. There's so much crossover, like people always tag us in the same things and it's like the same lists of books. Yeah. So... I That's think exciting. that she's going to be our other, maybe she'll be our other new best friend. Maybe. Maybe she'll come to Mexico with us, too. Yeah. It's just going to be, like, open season. Just,
1: yeah. like, inviting everyone. Hey. Maybe Katie wants to come to yeah. Mexico. Hey, you guys. You want to come to be our new best friends? We are such creeps. This is how we're going to expand our social circle. Yeah. We're just going to, like, force all of our podcast
0: guests to be our real-life friends. Yeah. It's like a girl's got to eat. One of them jokes that she wants to sleep with all the guests. I just want to be best friends with all yeah. our guests. Yeah, that's the criteria. Do yeah. you want to be best friends with them? Yeah.
1: So then the other thing that we're going to do is I want to have more episodes like this where we kind of just talk. Because yes. I feel like, first of all, that's what I like when other podcast hosts just talk. Like Me too. I love Forever 35, but I oftentimes don't even listen to the guests because I don't know who they are. I don't yeah. care. I I like the first part of the episode where they just talk. So I want to do more of that. And I also feel like sometimes I feel too boxed in because I have things that are going on in my life or that I want to talk about, but they're not a high or a low.
0: Yeah. And they're not something that we can give advice on. It's just like stuff. Yeah. So
1: sometimes I feel like I have topics that don't really fit. Yeah. Same. So that's kind of what we have planned for the pod. But I mean, give us feedback. Yeah. Send us an email. You know, we used to get a bunch of emails with feedback and then I think we stopped telling people our email address and nobody emails us anymore, but we're badonpaperpodcast at gmail.com. So if you have thoughts... Yeah, send
0: them to us. Honestly, I don't even look at the DMs. Becca does the DMs.
1: I do the DMs, but I don't want you to send me lengthy DMs. Yeah, we hate
0: lengthy DMs.
1: Send us an email if you have thoughts because we'd love to hear from you and I think we stopped telling people our email address so we stopped getting emails.
0: Yeah, so email us. We like emails. Or post something in the Facebook group. I'm in the Facebook group every day checking out. I'm obsessed out. with our Facebook group. I love room. the Facebook group. It's just a lot easier to go in and like reply more quickly. And then everyone else in the group can chime in. It's yep. just like a, a happy place.
1: Wait, I want to talk about our best and worst books from this year. But yeah.
0: first, we have a sponsor.
1: And it's my favorite sponsor. I'm it's biased. our favorite
0: sponsor, because Becky used to work for them. And it's, I was a first user. It's Lola. We love Lola. Ugh. So you've heard us talk about it before. We are major, major fans of Lola. Yes. I used to work there. Grace was like our biggest advocate when
1: we first launched because she's a good friend, but she's also a person with a period. Mm
0: -hmm. So Unfortunately. I am getting mine
1: tomorrow. Oof. So what is Lola? If you haven't been listening, Lola is a women's health brand that offers tampons, pads, and liners made with 100% organic cotton.
0: And what's great about Lola is that their products are all natural. So the really, really scary, gross, creepy thing is that the FDA does not require tampon brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products. So most brands don't.
1: Major brands usually use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products. It's usually rayon and polyester, but they don't actually tell you. Like The side of a box of, of tampons, I'm not going to like name the brand. 'Cause I don't want us to get sued. But please my please don't sue my us. favorite one is it just says ingredients parentheses may contain. And it's like, does it? Yes, doesn't does it? it? Like that's Like I would never eat food if on the side of the package it was like, ingredients may contain. I would be like, well, does no, it? Oh, yeah. So, um. Oof. Yeah, so they're most brands are really sketchy about their ingredients and Feminine Care products can also be treated with really harsh chemical cleansing agents, and a lot of them include fragrance, and they have dyes in them, and it's...
0: You do not want fragrance and dyes in your vagina.
1: Well, also... The average woman uses ten thousand tampons in her lifetime. So, Jesus, it's a lot. It's not like you're just using one and then
0: you know yeah. that's it for the
1: month. It's like, not like
0: having a diet coke like once every exactly. six months at the movies, which is something I do. I know it's terrible exactly. for me, but I have it anyway. So
1: you're using a you're using them month after month, and you're using like fifteen a month. Like yeah, that's a lot. So. Yeah. The great thing about Lola is it's a subscription, which I know a lot of people are scared of,
0: but I have, I love. I do it so that it comes every two months. Mm -hmm. So I I just don't ever use enough tampons to need them every every month.
1: Well, I'm the queen of forgetting that I'm getting my period. Like, (laughs) I I never remember. Yeah. And so then it sneaks up on me and I don't have anything in the house. So I love that it comes to my door and, you know, You can pick the exact right mix of products. So you have a box of 18 tampons, and you can customize the amount of lights, regular super and super plus that comes in the box. So you don't end up with all those leftovers where you have like too many of one kind. Yes. So we're super into Lola. We would love for you to try it. Yes. You can get 40% off your subscription. Visit mylola.com and enter code BOP at checkout. So, again, it's 40% off your subscription at mylola.com with code
0: BOP at
1: checkout. And let us know on Instagram if you give it a try. Yes. yeah, Big
0: fans over here. Big fan. Okay, should we talk about our best books and our worst books? Yes. Okay. I love doing, like, a little best and worst because, I mean, I'm a positive person, but I think it's important not to, like, to also talk about what the ship books were.
1: I need to pull up my Goodreads because I know my best books, but I can only think of one worst book.
0: So I just did a blog post this week, uh, which took me like a month to write because I I literally took, I read 82 books this year and I ranked them all by genre. Okay, so you go first. What were your best and worst books? So for me, my best, best books, if I had to pick, I couldn't really, my top two were Educated, which is Tara Westover's memoir. It was just so moving and so sad, um, but also so uplifting and inspiring. I just felt all the feelings while reading that. And a book that I think you will agree with me on, which is Matchmaking for Beginners by Maddie Dawson. Yes, I love that book. Made that me book. cry. I still, I like. You know, it's months later. I read it this summer, and I still like get teary just thinking about it.
1: It was such a great book that just reminded me that like people are kind and that like things work out, and it was just, oh, it was so wonderful.
0: My runner's up to those two, which, like, those two are, like, must, must, must reads. And the the next two are, too, um, Lilac Girls by Martha Hall Kelly. Did you read that? No. You're not really as into historical fiction as I am. It is still haunting me. I mean, it gets graphic. It gets really upsetting. Like, it's... Is it murdery? No, it takes place during the Holocaust, and one of the, um, protagonists is a doctor who goes to work in a concentration camp she's German and she does oh. some terrible things it's it's sickening I don't think I want to read that yeah it I was literally on a train to Boston sobbing reading it so I don't know if I like I loved it though it's hard to recommend like a book that's going to make people feel like shit but it was just so moving and powerful and then I think my fourth favorite book was Cersei. okay I loved Cersei. okay um, I just saw that *Cersei* was actually book of the month's book of the year.
1: Oh, I did see that. Yeah,
0: I think I forwarded that. To I didn't you.
1: realize that it came out this year. For some reason, I thought it came out in, in 2017.
0: Am I telling my worst books, or are you telling your favorites first?
1: Do your worst books, because okay. I'm still looking at my Goodreads to
0: come up with my answers. Okay, so I have a lot of worst books. Um, oh God, I feel like I'm gonna like only pick like be first, such a bitch. Only pick here. a few. Okay, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna tell you my three worst okay. books. Okay, I've got them. So, my first worst book, which I read while I was in Thailand, was The Favorite Sister by Jessica Knoll. I love I heard that was bad. Yeah, I loved her book she read she wrote um The Luckiest Girl Alive. I loved that. And I think she's such a good writer. I think this was just a miss for her. Like I think sometimes when a, a new author comes out like they have a hit and they have so much pressure to like follow up with a success. Mm-hmm. It was just so complicated. There was too many characters. None of them were particularly likable. I felt like I was watching like a bad reality TV show. Mm. So that was bad. The next bad one okay, I'm going to go in order, was Listen to Your Heart. Which oh, my God, we it was so that on bad. That's one
1: of my bad ones. That was when you were like, what's the worst book? That was yes. the one that just like was like right up there in my head. I was like, oh, that book was terrible. Yes.
0: So um, I will just say that that was one of my favorite episodes that we've done on the podcast because it was fun having something ripped to shreds. I don't know what that says about me. But that book was shit. Oh my god, it was so it bad! Was I'm so the sorry. Worst book that we ever read. I'm and sorry, sorry to, all to make of you, you guys read it with read us. It. We are so sorry. Sometimes we don't read the books in advance of picking them.
1: Well, I think now that we've one a month, like we can well, do we a can better them job screening
0: them. Yes, and the last one was just such a major bummer, and I feel like it maybe wasn't even that bad of a book, but it let me down so so greatly that I um I'm. It was the it made me so upset. It was Nine Perfect Strangers by Leanne Moriarty. And she wrote Big Little. Lies. That was bad. she wrote The Husband's Secret. She's one of my like,
1: I wanted to borrow that from authors. you, but now maybe no, it's I don't. Shit.
0: It's absolute shit. Um do not read this book. I don't know what happened. I've read all literally I've read every single one of her books. And this one was terrible. And I feel like terrible, like ripping to shreds one of my favorite authors, but I don't know what she was doing here. It was upsetting. So those okay. are my worst three and my favorite four. And you can go to my blog and see all 82 books that I read this year because I'm an absolute shut-in.
1: No, don't go to her blog. Listen to me. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell you mine.
0: <laughs> yes, listen go to later. Becca and then go to my blog. OK.
1: So I think I came up with my my top and my bottom. OK, so my top books. So I agree with you definitely on Math being for Beginners. Oh my That's God. definitely one the of my best. favorite books. Then my two other favorite books from this year are more recent reads so i don't know how much it's just like they're fresh versus how much they're
0: great but okay so i loved one day in december i loved it you know that british chip chocolate... i counted that as into because it's gonna go on my january reading list i'm oh yeah
1: well i read it in 2018 i read
0: it in one day
1: I love British chiclet. I like it's my favorite genre, and that was just like so satisfying. If you haven't read it, it's a little holiday-y, but I think you could still read it. Yeah. You would still love it no matter what time of the yeah. year it was. Loved one day in December. It like really scratched a niche for me. Yeah. And then I just finished this book called *A Sky Painted Gold* by Laura Woods. That is Laura now in Woods. my Amazon cart. No, but apparently I bought you bought it, for, it for, for me. I bought it for you. Um, gotta take that out. So when I really love a book. I start buying it for people because I, I like don't want to wait for them to get around to reading it. I just buy it for them. So I bought it for you, I bought it for my friend Ashley, and then I bought it for another friend as part of her Christmas gift. This is really And intense. I don't know if she'll have gotten it by then, so I won't say who it is. But um oh my god, it's so delightful. It's like it's set in England in the late nineteen twenties and it's about this girl who lives in a village and these like uh two very rich siblings move there um, and they have like a summer house there and they're hosting all of these big Gatsby-ish parties and she becomes friends with them and it's so delightful. It's like, it's it's not a it's in a similar vein as the Great Gatsby Okay, but it ha- it's different. Oh my god. I loved it so much. Oh, I can't wait to read it. So I ordered it and I feel like it's a sleeper hit because Amazon doesn't even have it in stock. Like, I I ordered it on Amazon, and it came from another seller. Like, you, I can't even prime it. So I feel like it's a sleeper hit. Do you want to know where I discovered it? Yeah. In our Facebook group, I asked in, like, mid-December, I asked people what was their favorite book of the year, selfishly, because I wanted to download a bunch of books to read over the holidays. Yeah. And one person said that it was their favorite book. It really surprised them. And I kind of, like, combed through the thread, and, and I – I downloaded samples of a lot of the books that I hadn't heard of. Yeah. And I was like, "I've this hasn't even come across my radar. Like, yeah. I hadn't even heard of it. And it was so good. I hope you I like it. I can't wait to read it.
0: We have, I feel like our tastes in books overlap. Sometimes we disagree. Yeah. But this sounds like a book that we'd both really love.
1: Yeah. I mean, you like historical fiction. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in that way, it'll be yeah. in your wheelhouse. I can't wait. I feel like, not embarrassed, but I don't have that many smart people picks in my top this year i did like the alice either. network a lot
0: i loved that
1: um but I, I don't think it's in my top three
0: yeah i felt like um lilac girls was a very smartly written book oh, okay and that was in my top but what was really alarming to me i said this in my blog post was i read five historical fiction books i read 21 trashy thrillers <laughs> i read 10 smart slash serious like fiction or memoir yeah. books and then I read 23 light reads and 20 young adult books and two self help books. So, like, we're gonna work on my goal is to read like one like businessy or self help book a month. Okay. And then like something smarter every month. And then like the rest can be trash. It's fine. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, my bottom books.
0: Yes. So, tell me your worst books.
1: Okay, so definitely, listen to your heart is one of them. It we was so up, bad, you guys. Like,
0: ooh, it was so
1: bad. So my another one is this book called Fake Plastic Love.
0: Oh, by I Kimberly Tate.
1: I hated it.
0: I read that last year, I think.
1: I don't know when it came out. Yeah, it came out in 2017. So that's yeah. totally possible. It's about these two girls, and one works in finance, and one's a I blogger. I did that book. Although oh, I, I felt like the portrayal of the it.
0: blogger was so annoying
1: oh my god I thought that they were just everyone in the book was insufferable I was rooting for no one I like finished it begrudgingly yeah oh but I hated it I gave that one star for sure yeah and then this other book that I was really excited about I like hadn't really heard anything about it but it sounded up my alley was this book called Sophia of Silicon Valley
0: oh that got sent to me and I just did not read it
1: well so I've worked in startups for a really long time and I really like Dory Shafrier's book startup and I yeah I oh always, that book was so good I always like books that are kind of like in the same in the same vein as my career you know yeah and so I was really excited about this because it's about somebody who works at a tech startup that's basically like kind of like Apple it sounds like yeah oh my god it was so bad like the circle
0: or startup like those are great books
1: oh this was so bad or the
0: underwriting we love oh I love the underwriting Yeah. yeah
1: so this was a really bad one okay
0: I'm glad I didn't read that
1: yeah I had high hopes for it yeah wait I know this isn't on the agenda but I'm curious what you would say what books are you most looking forward to that come out in 2019
0: oh gosh um well, I'm really excited about the book that we're reading next for the podcast, which is Little White Lies, oh, it's really which good. we'll talk about later. But it's I'm like 20 pages in and I'm loving it yeah. so far. Um, I'm really excited to read Where the Crawdads Sing, which I know I started you started and, and it, didn't love. But you would like it. It's your genre. There was a comment on my blog this morning from a reader who was like, I started it and I wasn't into it and this and that. And someone told me I had to keep reading. Yeah, but like Terrible Childhoods is your genre. Okay. It's not mine. Okay. Um, I'm super excited for that. I have a couple trashy thrillers that either got sent to me or I have. Um, I have to like look at my pile of books. Um. I'm really
1: excited. So, um, have you heard of Daisy Jones and the Six? Mm-mm. It's by Taylor Jenkins Reid, who wrote. Oh, I love her. She wrote uh, the Seven, se- have- seven the the Husbands.
0: <laughs> the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Yeah. So,
1: she wrote that. And this is called Daisy Jones and the Six. And it, it sounds basically like um, almost famous. Ooh. It's about in the 70s, and it's about like a, a groupie for like a really famous band. Um, so, I'm really excited for that. Um, I'm really interested in Elizabeth Gilbert's new book, it's fiction. Ooh, I love her. I can't remember what it's called, so I wonder if we can get her it on comes the podcast. out this summer.
0: Hey, Elizabeth Gilbert, if you're listening, do you want to be a guest? <laughs> She's definitely not listening. Definitely not. Um,
1: I can't remember. I read a really good list yesterday. I think it was on Pop Sugar actually of like the most anticipated books of next year. Yeah. So if I find it again, I'll post it to the Facebook group. So we're kind of running along on time. but the last thing you had in here was <laughs> New Year's Resolutions. Oh yeah, a reader wrote that. Oh, I thought this was you. So the outline says the bizarre culture around New Year's resolutions. Why do we do this to ourselves? And I was
0: like, wow, Grace is really down on resolutions. No, I, I'm not down on resolutions, but I think it's an interesting question. Um, why do we do this to ourselves?
1: I don't know. I'm not down on resolutions. I'm not. I, I like to
0: use it as like a time to think about what I want for the year and and like my goals and set intentions.
1: Exactly. I think it's like a good time to like take stock. Review like what you're either not doing that you want to do or the things that like you're in a bad pattern with, and like, yeah, like I feel like i have I've been eating so poorly, like I haven't been cooking, so like that's one of my definitely one of the things that I want to like focus on in January, yes, and I don't know, like I like that it's like once a year you take a step back, you like think about these things. Do they always stick? No, but like being like, hey, I'm gonna try to be better and I'm gonna yeah. think about like. Big picture, like, what do I want for myself for the next year? Yes. I don't know. I think, like, I think you also have to be specific about what you want, where sometimes you just, like, set these really big, broad goals, and you're, like, like, you're, like, I want to be healthy, and it's, like, what does that mean? Yes. So I think, like, do I believe in all New Year's resolutions? No.
0: No. But I like the idea of having New Year's resolutions. I like them, too. I think it's just, like, a good time to really, like, think about patterns and things that you're doing right and things that you're doing wrong and what you want for the coming year.
1: I will tell you that I think that this podcast largely came out of a New year's resolution feeling because you asked me to do this podcast. so we we our first episode was at the end of March. But I think we probably started talking about it in January. And I was very much in this like new year, new me, say yes to everything phase. otherwise, i I think I would have been like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't think I would be good at it. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like we have New Year's resolution to thank for this podcast. We do. Also, I love, I'm really excited for New Year's because last year on New Year's, we taped a bunch of pieces of paper to the wall and we wrote, we like manifested things. And some of them were like stupid and funny. Yeah. Like some of them were about trips we wanted to take or um, people we hated and we wanted to like, you know not see in the new year or I I mean some of them were really stupid yeah but it was really fun to put intentions on the wall and I'm really excited to do that again again
0: this year and then we burned them yeah I told Andy about that and he like gave me a look like I don't know if I'm going to participate in this I
1: mean it also helped that we had drank a lot of champagne champagne.
0: and then we had like a so I have like a little patio outside and we had like a little fire outside
1: well you have to burn them to make them come true
0: yeah obviously obviously Oh, do you know what happened after we did that? So we brought the trash can back inside, but I think the trash can was, like, hot, and it, like, burns like, a slight hole into the floor. Where?
1: Over there. It's your New Year's, it's your New Year's resolution it it. hole.
0: Yeah. But I look at that, and I'm like, yes, that was the shame of our drunken New Year's Eve. Oh, well. Yeah.
1: Um. Well, let's talk about... I, I feel like we're gonna talk about New Year's resolutions next week, too.
0: Yes, because we're talking about that with Katie.
1: And it's actually, so in your life it's January, but in our life it's still December. Yes. But I wanna talk about obsessions
0: and Instagram and books. Yes. Okay. okay, what are you obsessed with? So right now, I am obsessed with my doorbell. How did you install that? It's really easy. So all you do is like, it comes with like doub- this like double-sided mounting thing, and it has a long-lasting battery. And then it transmits to a receiver, and you plug the oh. receiver in. So I have two receivers. I have one in my bedroom and one in my living room, so I never miss a delivery. Okay. And um, it's really nice. And they'll deliver the um, – the. sorry, I'm laughing because Tyrion's, like, molesting my leg right now. The, um, the receiver has 50 different ringtones. I have just a classic, Ooh. like, ring to mine. But, yeah, I love it.
1: Next time I come over, I want to pick a new one for you.
0: No, there's like terrible ones, like chickens and like animals and cows. I want to pick one. No, I'm not going to show you where it is.
1: Um. So my obsession is I bought this, it's called a C table, which I didn't know that was the name of it, but it's basically one of those end tables that kind of like wrap around your yeah, couch I love shaped mine. like a C. Yeah, So I bought it because I've been working from home and I probably only work from home one or two full days a week but when I do I sit at the couch so I don't have okay so rewinding even further I don't have enough room in my apartment for a desk yes and I am the queen of making impulse decisions like getting really into a hobby and like buying all the stuff for it and then getting over the hobby like photography running like I'm every craft ever like I buy stuff and I like abandon the hobby so I've told myself before I either rearrange my apartment to be able to fit a desk and get rid of furniture or before I like think about moving, I need to like really commit to working from home. Yeah. So I'm trying not to make a rash decision. But I don't have a desk, which is super annoying, and I sit on my couch and I have the worst posture ever. I'm just like hunched like That's so bad. I don't that used even to be know me well.
0: when I worked when I lived in my little studio. Yeah, I was so like hunched over. You had a desk there though. I did,
1: but I didn't ever sit at oh. it. So yeah, so I've been feeling like my back is like really suffering for it. So I bought this C table so that I could sit at my couch and and that my computer is at the right height and I like can sit up straight and I love it it's yeah. like it's from West Elm it's marble it's like so it's really good nice looking but I also feel like it's made a real difference in my posture that's the best so I feel like my desk situation is a little less dire where I can get through you know like the first half of next year before I decide if I want to like rearrange my apartment or yeah yeah my lease is not up till next December so like if I want to move it's a little ways off
0: yeah what about on Instagram so on Instagram, my obsession, and I've learned about her because she was on the Girls Gotta Eat podcast that I love. So her name is Heather McMahon, and she is a comedian. Um, her Instagram is Heather K-M-C-M-A-H-A-N. Um, and she is just absolutely hysterical. I highly recommend perusing the highlights of her um, of her. Instagram. Her horoscopes are so funny. The questions are amazing. She's just, her stories are so funny. I laugh out loud every time. Oh. So I'm obsessed with her. Okay. Yeah.
1: So my obsession is Julie Murphy. Her Instagram handle is and I'm Julie. and she's the author of Dumplin
0: and. Oh I watched Dumplin. Oh
1: my god I loved Dumplin. Did you like it? Yeah I loved it. So one thing That I love is when people who are really earnest and delightful and, like, humble get famous. And she's, obviously, since the Netflix movie came out, she's been, like, covering all of that. And she's so nice. And, like, she seems so down to earth. And she's, like, you know, Dolly Parton recorded a song for it. Like, Jennifer Aniston adapted this movie. And I just, like, love watching her become more known. And she seems just so sweet about it. Yeah. I don't follow that many authors on Instagram. But yeah. I f- I've followed her actually for like a while, but I've really been liking her content, her stories. Okay. Like, like coinciding with the launch of the
0: movie. And I'm just like, oh, I like you so much. You deserve this. Oh, I love that. I follow a lot of t- authors on Twitter. Because I feel like authors are generally best on Twitter, and like mm-hmm. that, it's more like Instagram is more of a visual platform. So it's always nice to find authors who have a really good Instagram presence. Like Emily Giffen has a great Instagram. Oh, I don't follow her. Oh, she's very funny. And I she's follow- very honest. And she gets political sometimes, oh, but interesting. I love it. I only follow Jasmine
1: Guillory, Jenny Hahn, Julie Murphy. There's probably a couple others, but I don't follow that many. Yeah. What about reading? Reading. We have six weeks of reading to talk about.
0: Yeah. I, um, I'm i just going to talk about the two books I'm currently reading. Oh. Um, well I did a reading list on my blog. I wrote about what I read and I don't remember what they were. Well I don't have a blog so I'm going to tell you a lot of things. Okay. you Do you want to go first or do you want me to go? Either way. So um, right now I'm reading Little White Lies which is our pick for later this month and I'm loving it. It's about like, angry debutantes from what I'm getting so far. It's so fun. Um, It's really fun. And then the other book I'm reading is my business book for the month, which is a book called Nobody Wants to Read Your Shit. Harsh. And it's awesome, though, because I think it really puts you in kind of an empathetic place with readers and, like, helps you understand, like, a little bit more about storytelling and just, like, how to be a better writer.
1: Interesting.
0: So I'm really getting a lot out of that one. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I'm going to tell you all the books that I read over the last six weeks because I don't have a blog awesome so last time on our last episode I was like in the middle of one day in December so I finished that loved it highly recommend it I feel like it's been really popular because I know it was one of Reese Witherspoon's book picks but read it oh then I read this book called you'd be mine which comes out in April of 2019 and it's basically like a star is born with teens so it's like this angry, delinquent country singer who's a teenager and then this like nice girl who's becoming famous. It was great. Loved it. I'll try to remember to remind people in 2019, but like read it. Then I read uh, this book called An Unkindness of Magicians. I think you would really like it, Grace. So this was another one that came out of the what's your favorite books that you read this year. Yeah thread and Facebook. I'm adding
0: this to my list right now. Yeah, so
1: it's called An Unkindness of Magicians and it's basically about, it's set in New York City in the present present, and it's basically like there's a parallel world where there's magicians and every like 20 years they have basically like a Hunger Games style competition. Uh, but it was very good. It was a little dark, which I think you would like. Okay. I thought about suggesting it as a podcast book but it was really it was kind of depressing
0: oh we don't want to do so that wasn't books. how I wanted yeah. to start the okay
1: but I really liked it I, my I recommend it yes then I read I owe you one which is Sophie Kinsella's book that's coming out in February and so this is uh, Sophie is like the woman who wrote the shopaholic books and um she wrote oh did you read my so-called perfect life yes she she wrote oh, that i love her and this is
0: like another british she wrote r- all the shopaholic books yeah, too yeah. i loved those
1: so she this is another british rom-com and it was great and delightful it comes out in february i'm thumbs upping this one yeah i obviously read little white lies like well, guess not obviously but i did loved it i'm so excited to talk about this one with you guys it's like really fun
0: oh i can't wait
1: I read A Sky Painted Gold, which I already said was one of my favorite books of the year. Highly, highly recommend. I'm like buying it for everyone in my life. Like if I knew you, I would probably be buying it for you. So read it. And now I feel like you're going to be excited about this. I'm reading The Secret Life of Violet Grant, which is my first Beatrice Williams book. Are you Um, not excited about that? I love her. I
0: love her. She's one of my favorite authors. Did you read this one? No. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: this also came recommended okay. on the favorite books of the year thread.
0: I'm adding that to my list, too. Yeah. So I'm only, I'm like You've been a busy quarter of the How way How have through. you even managed all this knitting? Well, so I've read most of
1: these books in the past two weeks. And it's because I had a couple long flights. And then when I was in Arizona, I did a lot of reading. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: OK. Anyway,
1: I'm on a reading bender. I want your recommendations of your best book of the year. If you haven't already told us in the Facebook group, go find that thread and tell us because I'm just downloading samples like a maniac. Cool. So we already kind of told you, but our next book is Little White Lies by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. So I'll tell you about it because I already finished it, but I won't give you spoilers. So basically it's about four Southern Debs who all wind up in jail and the book is told in two timelines. So the first timeline is the present where they're all in jail the night of the debutante ball. And then the second timeline follows the deb season leading up to now. And it's kind of like a little bit Gossip Girl and a little bit One of Us Is Lying. And I loved it. It's it has I I feel like was it a podcast listener somebody to find Grace's Reading taste is unsupervised oh teenagers. No, is
0: this a reader wrote that it was their their taste and I was like, me too. What did they say? Unsupervised teenagers with lots of money in a dystopian society.
1: Okay, so this isn't in a dystopian society, but otherwise it's un, it's rich, unsupervised Yeah, teenagers. basically anything
0: about rich unsupervised teens I'm in.
1: <laughs> and there's not murder, but there's a mystery. Okay. So in that way. Yeah. You know, it really checks the Grace Atwood boxes. Yes. Loved it. Really light, really fun. It's YA. Um, like it a lot. And then our book for February. Oh, it's 99% mine by Which Sally. Which I already Thorne. read. I did
0: That was one of the reasons I went, didn't want to talk about what I'm reading because I already read that. I had an advanced copy and I absolutely oh. loved it. But
1: Okay, so as an FYI, our February book is going to be 99% mine by Sally Thorne, who wrote The Hating Game. And that book comes out in January. And last reminder, I just have so much to talk about because I'm so excited about all the new podcast things we have.
0: Yes, me too.
1: Make sure to tune in next week because we're going to have Katie Storino with us from The 12-ish Style. Yes. And I can't wait to force her to be my friend.
0: Yeah, Katie, if you listen to this, we're coming for you.
1: We're coming for you. So (laughs) we
0: are so creepy. That's all we have for today. But Grace, where can people find you on the internet? So I'm at Grace Atwood on Instagram. My blog is thestripe.com.
1: And I'm Becca M. Freeman on Instagram. And that's the only place I am. No blog. No blog. (laughs) We're going
0: to go get drinks. But I'll see you next week. Yes, we're going to Missy. Woo. All right, bye, guys. Thanks so much. It's really great to be back. We missed you. We missed you. Bye. Bye.